It's time to make friends with your brain. I'm Laura Rhodes Levin, licensed therapist and founder of the Missing Peace Center for Anxiety. It's true I'm a therapist, but more importantly, I struggled my whole life with terrifying anxiety. If anxiety is taking over your world, you're in the right place. Let's make friends with your brain. You deserve it. Hello, and welcome back to Missing Peace for Anxiety, the podcast that will be your anxiety user manual, hopefully. In the last several weeks, we've been learning about how our anxiety speaks to us and the different voices that it uses in your head and ways to calm down that voice of anxiety with with another voice, the voice of capable adult self. So my question for you today is, how has it been working for you? And perhaps we should go into another piece of anxiety, which has to do with calming down the animal itself, right? Because all the things we've spoken about involve the thinking part of your brain, that frontal cortex that allows you to try and apply logic to an emotional situation. Well, this is a great tool, but the frontal cortex can be a bit of an egomaniac. I know we think we're so modern on our hoverboards, but we're really still very primitive animals. And we're animals that like to think about our problems, but that's really not the best way to calm down an animal, right? So if your dog was stressed out, you wouldn't say, what triggered you, Fluffy? Let's talk about it. You would try and calm that animal down. And how do you do that? You do that by soothing the animal through the use of its five senses. So a lot of times when dogs or cats or animals are stressed out, you hold them and you calm them down. You pet them. That feeling of touch can be very soothing. Or sometimes you can give them a treat, some sort of food, which they smell and they get to eat. And that's really wonderful. And of course, we've heard that music calms the savage beast, right? So there are so many sources that our own body provides to us that help calm down the animal. And if you go to calming down the animal, you may find that it's easier to then shift into that thinking part because now you're more relaxed. I think in life, you've probably heard the phrase count to five and then react and do what you're going to do. You want to take that pause. Well, the reason for taking the pause is to calm down the animal part of our brain so that the frontal cortex starts to make some sense. So what I am trying to do is I'm trying to bring back the phrase, come to your senses. Now, if you're my age, that is a man in like a black and white movie slapping around a woman going, come to your senses, darling, come to your senses, which is so wrong now in so many ways. But that's what come to your senses always meant to be just like the snap out of it. But what if it meant something literally at some point? What if it actually means come to your senses? 
I like to think of favorite places. One of my favorite places is Hawaii. Why do I love Hawaii? Because it makes my senses come alive. It smells good. It sounds good. You can hear the ocean, the sound of birds. You can smell the flowers. Everything tastes like coconut and deliciousness. The air on my body feels so cool and soothing and tropical. And can we talk about the visuals? Oh my God, you are definitely visually impressed when you go to Hawaii. And maybe it's not Hawaii for you. Maybe it's the mountains with the pine trees and the cabin and the crackling fire. But the reason why we don't think about our taxes when we're in Hawaii or the problems we're having at work, the reason why we can let all that go is because our senses take over. We have literally come to our senses. And in doing so, we quiet down that part of the brain that's worrying, that's judging, that's freaking out, that's tracking everything that's supposed to be. Your senses take over and you just get to relax. And so that's what I'd like to concentrate on for the next several podcasts. I want to talk about different ways to come to your senses, to calm that animal down, and then be able to connect with the thoughts that are going on in your head in a healthy, calm way with capable adult self and with the observer, which is another part of our, our brain that I'll introduce to you at a later time. So for right now, just to practice, I want you to close your eyes and picture someplace that you really love to be. And then I want you to imagine the sounds in that place and how the air feels for you in that place. What's something that you would eat in that place? What would it taste like? And if you take these few minutes to do this, I want you to notice right now, as you open your eyes, if you don't feel even a little more relaxed than you did when the video started because our brain doesn't really know the difference between virtual reality and actual reality. Our brains respond to our thoughts. That's why our dreams are so powerful. We wake up feeling emotionally charged because whatever dream our brain has played in our head makes us feel a certain way. So what I'd like you to do for this week is to use your brain as a travel agent. You're going to come to your senses by just simply imagining yourself in a place you love to be. And it doesn't have to be a vacation place. Maybe it's your grandma's house. Maybe it's your room when you were a little kid. It could, could be any, it could be a place on a different planet. Your mind can go anywhere. So what I want to do is wish you safe and sound travels this week and encourage you to come to your senses and tune in for the next several weeks to find out specific ways to bring your senses to life, to calm that animal down and cope with your anxiety, helping yourself to be peaceful 
and relaxed inside. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.